Brooklyn Decker. That was the name. <laughs> Brooklyn Decker is the chick's name that I was trying to remember. That's who it was. That's that is who plays random hick girl in the Netflix original special for Final Fantasy 15. Brooklyn Decker, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Side B of Technical Alpha. It is Friday, August the twenty fifth. Yes, twenty seventeen. All day. Big day tomorrow. It is a big day tomorrow. When does that start? Our, our time, Jeff. That I'm not sure. Like the undercard, I don't. That's a good question. Um, I would say probably like eight o'clock. Because the main fight is is probably closer to midnight, right? Mm, probably like ten. Uh, well, ten. Uh, yeah, I would say probably. That's a good question, man. I don't know boxing as as well as like UFC. Um, boxing I'll usually starts a bit earlier because the boxing matches don't usually end immediately. Yeah, yeah they go a little longer. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, Twelve rounds, but I'll look it up anyway. Continue forward. I'll let you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. It's 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 side B. It's time to answer some of those questions, the burning questions of our patrons. Uh, whereby, uh, if you are a $10 or higher Patreon, uh, supporter, uh, which you can check out at patreon.com slash technical alpha, you can, uh, you can, uh, ask us questions each and every week and we will uh, do our best to, to answer as much of them, uh, as possible. So, uh, I actually on the computer in which I would be able to, uh, look at these, Easily, I have to log in and stuff. Do we have any questions already pulled, gentlemen? I am refreshing. Uh, okay. While you're doing that, uh, I'll log okay, in. I'll start off since we're on the boxing talk. Uh, Mr. Miyagi asks, "Would you rather Miyagi. box Floyd Mayweather or MMA fight Conor McGregor?" Box. Hands down, box. I'd rather get knocked out with a punch in the face. Rather than whatever else could possibly happen to me during an MMA fight, mm. I probably have my brain get... rattle around a few hits from Mayweather. But mm. you know what? I'll yeah. take that. I'm probably gonna go with box too, just because you know, I need to just take a nice hit to the face and just go down. I mean, MMA you can just get kicked in the. You can take a shin to the face. You can get elbowed. Yeah, there's way too many time. avenues of getting damaged horribly. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot more going on there that's gonna like fuck in your shit boxing, up. Boxing, there's no chance of my leg like hitting something and then bending in ways it's not supposed to bend and then like falling over. Well, I mean, in the long run, I'd rather fight MMA than boxing because yeah. boxing does more damage to your brain than what MMA does. Like a but one shot, I think you can. Take. A one shot off, yeah. I'd rather get hit. Yeah. By Mayweather and just go down. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, we're, we're yes. We're, we're not talking long term here. We're not choosing a fighting career. But uh, yeah, if it's a one-off fight, I'm a hundred percent taking the the Mayweather to the face and uh, just letting it go. <laughs> it's just that's just it. I think that's so much. I think that's so that's much it. better yeah. in every conceivable way uh, than anything else. You got you got a question over there, Mister Panic. I'm looking through a bunch of them. Um, 
All right, let's go with this one because I'm actually curious okay. about this one. Um, this is from Stefan Simic. Um, it says, "What were what were okay? He definitely needs some grammar help there. But is uh, what were your worst experiences with alcohol, and what were the consequences of said action, aka drunk stories?" Man, do I have a great story for you. Once upon a time, I never got drunk. The end. <laughs> you have never gotten drunk. I don't. No, oh, like, like I've gotten, I've gotten, I've gotten happy, uh, but I've not been like fucking just plastered. I'm not going to remember this tomorrow morning. Uh, there's no hangover shit. Like I'll, I'll get to the point where, where, you know, uh, I have to think a little harder about how I'm walking, uh, or, you know, think a little harder about the words coming out of my mouth. Uh, but in general, no, I haven't been what people would be, you know, would consider being drunk uh mostly because it appeals to me about as much as fighting conor mcgregor in mma so uh that's that's been pretty much it i mean all that happens is i'll have a few drinks i will get many decibels louder uh (laughs) where to the point where i'm just like uh, for some reason everyone is on the other side of the room and i have to scream at them uh hey, regardless hey, of hey. You know, what's yeah <laughs> no i'm not that guy I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that guy i just laugh a lot louder and i just talk my volume yeah. just goes up you just hear and the then i get tired just- <laughs> 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 is that your adam's That's drunk indicator yeah i've been downstairs I- you hear <laughs> 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 so, okay adam's three beers in boys he's three beers yeah, in let's go and then I just and then I just get tired. The alcohol hits me, and I get tired. And then I just go sit somewhere, and I I just I'm drained. So that I'm not I'm not very exciting uh, in that regard. So you just shut mm. down. Ah uh, man, I've been I've I've been drunk so many times. <laughs> I have so many random drunken stories. Um. Well, I mean, the most drunk I ever was in my life was on my 21st birthday. It was also, this is when I was still living in my buddy's uh, walk-in closet on an air mattress. My boy Wayne, just being a bum. Um, We, another, a, a friend of his, Danielle, uh, who was like this... I mean, he he's Wayne. Wayne is from Wayne is from uh like a little French a little French village called Claire, and it's like it's like a three hour drive or some shit from here, but it's like population like four, and there he has a few friends from there, and uh, one of them was in town, and it was also his birthday, so I can't remember if he was older than me or younger, but I do know. We got smashed, and for some reason that night we decided we were going to try and outdo each other in terms of taking oh, shots. God. So we actually had a a whiteboard on the wall, and we had names. We had mine. I mean, it's gonna be legit. Wayne, you gotta record this. And shit. Danielle. And what we did is we went to the liquor store. We bought um Goldschlager. Yeah, we bought we bought gold the Goldschlager <laughs> stuff. It has a little flakes of gold in it. We bought uh, Bailey's. We bought uh, vodka. Oh, God. So basically, Wayne and I each had our own quarts of Bailey's and Goldschlager. Oh, my God. And Danielle had 
a big ass fucking not not even a court, but one of those like leaders, like or uh, not leaders, uh, like one point five liter. A handle. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I didn't. Yeah. It didn't it have a, a handle, bottle. but it was like it was a big bottle. It was bigger than yeah. a court. And uh, we were like, all right, well, you know, we weren't expecting to drink all of it. It's a lot of booze, but we were like, we're just gonna take shots. Well, we fucked up because the shots that we took. Uh, were two ounce shot glasses. Oh. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't take in that consideration. All we had was the tall two ounce shot glasses. So you're filling and them up. And so what? What Wayne and I did is we did fifty percent Bailey's, fifty percent Goldschläger, and was called um, uh, ass. It's called yeah, ass. It's called is ass. What that is. Fuck, what was it called? <laughs> a fucking cinnamon, uh, cinnamon bomb or cinnamon something? I don't even remember the name of the damn thing now. That's almost as bad um, as the screaming Nazis we had, man. It was, dude, okay, so we started off, we started off, um, just, we'd all sit there at the, t- we're sitting at the kitchen table, one purpose only, to outdrink each other, and I don't know why we decided to do this, but we did, and it was like because my 21st. Because you were 21st, young and slightly retarded. I think it was, I think Danielle was a little <laughs> younger than me, I think he might have just turned 19, I think it might have been his 19th birthday, oh. uh, but either way, we went around and we got 10 shots deep. Each of us. Oh, and his buddy Andre was there, too. So Andre was in the mix. We got 10 shots deep of these two-ounce shots. Andre was just drinking vodka. Um, So was Danielle. But Wayne and I had those mixes. And Andre bowed out at 10. And I mean, this wasn't (laughs) like we're going to take a shot and we're going to wait, you know, 15 minutes. We were taking a shot, going around, taking a shot, going around. And I mean, with uh, 10 shots probably took us 10 minutes. I mean, it was it wasn't a lot of time in between. So we at this point, like Wayne and I, we weren't feeling anything. But Andre was always the guy in the group that had like he was sensible. He 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 knew that things were about to go real south, and he wanted to be the guy that was going to be able to you know take care of us when things go really really bad. So he I just stopped. Like, the ultimate fun, bro. Boys. He stopped at ten, and we just kept going. We we kept going around. We got to fifteen. Daniel gave up. He said, that's it. And it was like, at this point, the taste was just, it was bad. And uh, Wayne and I just kept going, bang, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we ended up getting to shot number 17 and 18. And I want to say, I want to say Wayne did one more shot than me. I have to ask him tomorrow when he comes over. I don't really remember. But he, I'm pretty sure we both got the 17, and then he took, like, we, we both decided to call it truce. And then, like, as we were getting out, Wayne just, pow, and just got another one down and said, that's it, I win, right? So that was that. Felt fine. Like, we were, you know, we were, I felt regular drunk. Like, I just felt regular drunk. <laughs> until you stood up. And until, then it all no, hit you. Until, <laughs> until we, called, we called cabs, we went down to the dome. And it was it it hit me bad when we got to the club. So we got to the club, and Wayne was like, "I got to go to the bathroom." And I'm like, "Why the fuck are you telling me that?" So I knew instantly something was going something was wrong with Wayne. So he left. I went up to the bathroom about five minutes later because I wasn't feeling too good. There's a huge lineup, and I was like, "What the fuck's going? What's taking forever?" He's like, "Yeah, there's a guy in the stall. He's fucked." I'm like, "Oh boys." So I I I run in the bath. I knew it was Wayne. I get into the stall. He's in one of the. There's only two stalls in a urinal. He's in one of the stalls. I get a guy coming out. I jump in. I climb, not climb, but I climb up on the toilet and I look over in the stall. Wayne is on the floor. There's puke like everywhere, like all over him, all over everything. 
And I'm like, dude, you need to get the fuck out. So we get him a cab, throw him into a cab, and I'm like, bro, I'm staying down here, man. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm picking up tonight. <laughs> fuck you. So I stand down there by myself. Andre was gone. Like, he left when Wayne left. So uh, I'm down there. I last about 15 minutes, and I realize <laughs> I'm fucked. Like, I'm, this is bad. This is going to go really bad for me. Like, typically when I'm drinking, there's a line that I, that I know if I cross, I'm going to feel sick. Like, I'm, I'm, it's not going to be a fun drunk anymore. Well, I had crossed that line after shot like 10, right? That, that line was crossed, but for some reason it was my birthday. So I leave about 15 minutes later. I get a the cab. I don't, even, don't remember the cab drive home at all. I remember going into the apartment, and once again, I was living in Wayne's walk-in closet. So I go to, into his bedroom, and the door's locked. And I, at that point, I know like Wayne made it home safe. I didn't know if he made it home or not. And so I can't get in there. So I go into Andre's room. Andre's already in bed. And I'm like, yo, you know, is Wayne all good? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's just fucked. I'm like, he locked the door. And and I wasn't feeling good. And I didn't feel myself. So, like, normally I would just go sleep on the sofa. But instead I decided to sleep on the floor next to Andre's bed because I just thought, like, I'm going to die. Like, (laughs) like, I was really really scared, right? And I didn't tell him. But I'm like, I'm fucked. Like, I'm going to fucking die tonight. And so... I'm laying on the floor. I'm laying on the floor, and uh, and he all I get is a pillow and like this little shitty blanket. And I just I I don't even remember throwing up. I just Andre goes, "What the fuck?" Like he must have heard me get sick. And uh, I remember I had like New York fries from the movie theater earlier oh. that day, and it was just like, hey, I just, "What are New York it, fries?" I, it's it's just it's it's just a brand. It's a, it's brand. Just a chain brand. Yeah, it's just that's a all it is. It, it, it so means nothing. There is just fries all over the place. Andre's like, "Dude, you need to go to the bathroom." So I go into the bathroom. And I just throw up all night. Like, I mean, I'm every five minutes, like alcohol poisoning, 100%. Oh, I'm, I'm throwing up all night. I pass out in the bathroom. I wake up. It's like six o'clock in the morning. The sun's just coming out. And I get up and I'm like, what the fuck? All right. I'm still like semi drunk, but I'm just more hungover and just dehydrated and fucked. I get up. I look around and there is fucking turds of shit all around me. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? There's like clumps of shit, like, like. You know when you take a like, like a hard shit and there's like fucking little balls of turd that come out. It's just not like a full shit. It's just like it's not even comfortable. It feels like you just shit a lot, but it's just like one turd. You're like, what the fuck? It, that that's the type of shit it looked like. There was a few of them all around me. So I'm like, what the fuck? Did I just shit myself last night? Because I don't remember like really anything. So I get up. I'm walking down the hall, and there's smears of shit all on the on the side of the wall. Everything like that. So I go in the living room and there's Danielle. He's butt ass naked. There's shit all <laughs> over the all over the sofa. There's shit all over him. And then there's like a huge pile of turd by the uh, by the, the the television. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck just happened, man? He's like, uh, I don't know. And he had puke all in his hair and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, Wayne gets up. He hears me going, what the hell? Andre loses it because there's like, he's got a lazy boy that nobody's allowed to sit in. It's like his chair. And there was shit all over the chair. It was, it was a, it was a fucking shit show. Literally. Smears of it. So basically what happened is I was passed out in the bathroom and Danielle had thrown, thrown up and shit all over the, the apartment. And I think he shit himself. And so he was staggering all over the hall and there was like handprints of shit on the walls and on the oh. ceiling, all around me, everywhere. We went around the apartment. It must have smelled oh, it was, so bad. It was horrible. So we started covering up the the piles of shit with garbage bags, 
And uh, we and we told Danielle, like, dude, you need to help clean this up. The guy bounced. He literally got up and left, and he left us to clean up the apartment. We walked around with bounty, um, you, you know, like those bounty sheets you put in the in the dryer to like make it fresh. Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah. we 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 taped bounty sheets over a nose because it smelled <laughs> so bad the superintendent could smell shit from the other side of the building he knocked on the door uh we spent like 34 dollars in laundry we had to clean like the sheets that oh. i threw up in um all the the sheets that were laying on the sofas were all uh, all fucked everything smelled like shit there it was it was absolutely nasty and we have pictures of all of it it's all on wayne's hard drive it you have to see it to believe it like there was piles of turd all over the apartment, and like a year oh. later, like nine months later, six months, we were still finding pieces of shit like oh. behind the sofa in a closet. Like oh. there, I, we don't even know what he did in the apartment. So that was definitely the most drunk I ever was, and I haven't thrown up from alcohol since my twenty-first birthday. I haven't thrown up since my twenty-first birthday for any reason. That was the last time I got sick, and it was. Bad. Holy shit! It was fuck, really, really, and, and I'm like, wow. I'm speeding through this story right now. There's a oh, lot yeah, more to it. I just don't want to take up 45 minutes. There's a lot more to it, but dude, I, when I'm telling you, there was shit everywhere on the ceiling. Like you look up and there was turd Ow. on the ceiling. We don't like how do you how do you even do it? And he never helped to clean it. Nothing. Didn't care. Never but seen all it sounds since. all it sounds like is that is that he was just so fucked. And uh, well, like spider was pig on the bathroom. Ceiling. Yeah, uh, only, only one, one bathroom. Only one bathroom. So he he comes in. He sees you fucking like passed out on the porcelain fucking throne there. Decides he can't shit anywhere else, and just craps probably in like one or two places. And then in just in, in a fit that you can only get in when you're either on bath salts or that fucking <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Is he was like, I've got to hide this stuff. Where <laughs> the fuck am I gonna put yeah, he it? Might have. And just starts fucking. Anywhere you can fucking put it, just yeah. behind the well, sofa, fucking tucking it in the cupboards and shit. Well, I mean, he he literally was sh- like shitting, like shitting. Even in the morning, he was still shitting. So like he, when we were going through <laughs> all the stuff, we sat him on the chair in the in the kitchen, and he he was still shitting. Like he shit again, like on the chair. So like he he oh, had like my. the bad runs. He threw up. Like he was fucked. And this sounds like everyone except for Andre had alcohol poisoning, basically. Oh, definitely. De- definitely. Yeah. Even Andre was drunk. Like, I knew Andre was, like, even in a, in a bad, 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 bad time. But, yeah, that, that <laughs> was that was definitely the most drunk I ever was. Um, and I didn't drink heart- heavy again for, like, six months. I was just so turned off by it. Like, and I, when, every year on my birthday, we always have one of those um, uh, cinnamon <laughs> cinnamon bombs or whatever they're called as, as like, a chem- uh, um just to remember the time and it's always always I, painful to get through one of those because everybody has that alcohol fuck. that you get really drunk yeah. on and you get super sick and you, you, you even never the smell of it, it again like throws you off that's definitely yeah. it for us so that was a fun night i have other stories in that apartment we did so much partying so uh it was it was crazy it was almost as crazy <laughs> as the night we did shrooms and that was probably the that most. was also pretty good yeah yeah that's for another time yeah what about you panic you got any? How can you? Can you top shit on on the ceiling? Like Absolutely where do you? Where do you go not. From there? Absolutely not. I cannot <laughs> top that. I know. Um, I'm somewhere between Adam and Jeff. I don't. I don't. I don't drink heavily, super hard. But there have been a couple of times where, um, so I don't get. I've never gotten blackout drunk, mainly because my body has a reaction mechanism where I will just throw up 
and then immediately become fully 100% stone cold sober. Um, mm. I found out I had this superpower during a New Year's party. Um, so probably right after I graduated college and like whatever, um, my brother and I and all of our cousins, we had a phase where we would just throw parties. Um, and for New Year's, we actually booked the VIP room of a bar entirely. And then we just charged cover and we had like all of our friends come to this party. Um, open bar for like five hours. And the first year we learned our lesson because at the end of the night around 2 a.m. on New Year's, we were just like, you know what? This party is going phenomenally. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ask them to extend the open bar for another two hours, and that was probably the worst decision we've ever made, because um, <laughs> it went from a great night to those last two hours. Probably everyone at that party probably almost got alcohol poisoning or whatever. Now the reason why this is bad for me is um, again I'm still fresh out of college. Um, drinking age in the States is 21. So, you know, I don't have that much drinking experience. And to put this in perspective, we have different groups of friends here. I have my high school friends who've come. I have some college friends who are here and then I've got my family and then they've got their friends. Um, my college friends are like whiskey drinkers. My mm. high school friends are like car bombs and everything. And my mm. cousins tequila. Ugh. So, Oh god! And then what, you know, is, what is with you two? You got fucking Goldschlager and friggin' horse jizz on one side, and fucking tequila and shit on the other. You guys just like killing yourselves dude, or some shit, dude. Just, at my cousin, uh, before you go, my cousin's wedding, we had a standing rule: if any groomsman or bridesmaid went up to a bartender, the bartenders would just line up twenty-one shots of tequila, one for everyone. And we would have them. We had like 30 shots during the wedding night. It was fine. We can handle our tequila. But either way, mixing three different kinds of alcohol, whiskey, car bombs, and tequila, I did not have a good time at around 2 a.m. Like right when they extended the open bar, I literally just like ran to the bathroom and I was in there just like throwing up. And my brother like comes up to me. He's like, yo, bro, you having a good time? I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. He's like, no, man, you're having a good time. It's great. Like patting me on the back. And the problem was, as like, I was thrown up for, like, 15 minutes. And as soon as 15 minutes was up, it was all out of my system, and I was stone-cold sober. So now, like, I walk out of the bathroom. I'm completely fine. I can walk straight, all good. I'm looking around, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is going to be a disaster. And it pretty much ended with the night of me trying to herd, like, all of my cousins and friends after the party ended, <laughs> like, being like, okay, you have to get into a cab here. Here's the subway. We're all going to try to became, make it back to my the place. the designated one that's... Uh, the that's designated just... walker, because we were in the city. Yeah. So I just had to... I'm like, I just had to get everyone to sort of where they were going, and then we went to, like, my brother's crash pad, and we just kind of crashed. And that was, that was the show. And then I found out every single time, if I ever get, like... If I ever have too much, I'll just throw up and then become completely sober. So, like... Yeah, I don't I, ever... I, I hate throwing up, so I yeah I haven't it. I haven't There's actually been many like, many times that I could have easily have thrown up from drinking, but I just fight it like a motherfucker. You have the and will, yeah. I, I really same. have the will, and I just what I do is I take like five or six showers. Like Kayla knows I'm hurting when I get up in the middle of the night and I just stand in the shower. shower. Yeah. I just take a shower and then I go back to bed, and then when I feel sick again, I go back to the shower. I just stand there. 
It just calms just, me down. I just yeah, I just it. learned to like pace myself. Like I'll drink. I don't drink heavily as much. I haven't thrown up in like eight nine years. But like you know yeah. what? I'll just throw a couple of I'll just throw a couple of glasses of water while I'm drinking in the middle. Like just keep it. You know, and I don't go heavy anymore. I don't see the point. It's just more fun to get to that happy spot in this show. Got a good buzz going. All right. Uh, what do you got, Adam? Oh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see. There was one here that I found. I'm trying to find it again. Okay. Soft shoe. We've never, we've never pulled a question from soft shoe before asks, you are running for political office and need to come up with a campaign slogan. That is three to five words long. What is it? I know mine. It's very straightforward. Now I guess this depends if we're in the in the states or if we're in Canada. Mm. Uh, we'll go with the states. Let's assume America because eighty percent of our listeners are in America. So let's let's stick with that. All right. Uh, mine is, I'm not Trump. Oh my God! That's literally what I was gonna do. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear on everything you can swear on. That was gonna be mine. That was so easy. <laughs> That's that's mine. That's mine. Uh, yeah. I think that's all you need to win next time, pretty much. If I'm running against Trump, my, my slogan is simple. I don't even need more than one word, all right? It's just going to be, seriously, question mark? Fair. Yeah. I, my, my, I feel like there's a common theme here mine's right the same, now. Mine's the same as Adam's. I, I, I feel like we'd still lose, though. Probably. You're Canadian. I feel like we still lose. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Make orange great again. Make orange great again. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see if there's a quick follow-up. But that was, I knew that was going to be a short one. Uh, oh. What is your favorite StarCraft uh, or and or Warcraft use map settings game that isn't fastest money map ever? One that actually changes the game you were playing, not just the pace. And that's from Neil Pring. Um, I mean, um, the ones that I played the most would be like, and we can't choose fastest, so I mean like the weird use map settings. I played a lot of turret defense. Um, you know, I also really like playing whatever. the Dragon Ball. I really like playing the Dragon Ball Z RPG. The Dragon Ball Z one was pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It just it just sucked. Like somebody would always leave, and it would make like impossible to win. But um, yeah, those are those are two that I used to play a lot. Turret defense is absolutely my. The uh, Golem Wars were probably the ones I played the most in StarCraft in Brood War, and then in StarCraft Two, I probably played Star Battle a lot. Yeah. Mm. Or even Rainer Party. I, I don't know I if I play actually that. played any Warcraft custom shit. I just played actual Warcraft. Yeah, I, I didn't. Warcraft. I didn't play I any did custom Dota. stuff. I, I think I did. I think I did like a Heroes one once where you were running around with heroes, but I, I don't even really remember. Just played ladder. Warcraft ladder was fine on its own. Like you didn't need as many UMS, even though like Dota and stuff was there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So there's that. Uh. Panic. Get another one. Alrighty. Uh, 
All right. Uh, cha -cha -cha. Let's go with uh, Mark's question. Mark Blinkhorn, our editor. Mm. Mistakes. We all make them. Society's rules dictate that we admit to them and in some cases make amends for whatever we've done wrong. When someone makes a mistake, big or small, <laughs> how long is it appropriate to hold a grudge? We're talking like an audio guy screwing the pooch at the Sony press conference or even some jackass rear-ending a Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> he had to go there. Uh, Mark, I guess, Jeff is I guess putting you on a list right now. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. There's a, I mean, I mean, really, there's a, there's a fucking scale here, right? There's, I mean, there's an, it's easier to forgive somebody for doing something small most of the yeah. time than there is to do something big. Unless, of course, you're a, a high school girl, at which point everything is a grudge for at least a decade. When you can't even anymore, you, it, it, the world is over. Yeah, you've reached the point. It's all over. You can't, you can't take it any further. I don't know. I mean, I've, there have been very few people that I've out, right held long-standing grudges against in life ever um so you don't just, hold a grudge about that shovel i owe you no i just don't care uh, like I, I, there was a there was a, a brief period in in my life where i would be um i wouldn't hold a grudge i'd just be really pissed off with the situation for an extended period of time and then one day Dad showed up and, and it was like I was brooding for too fucking long and he was like, get over yourself. It's water under the bridge. It's not like sitting here and friggin' being salty about it. it's going to actually change anything. Mm. And that was all I needed to hear. And at which point it was like the whole new life philosophy is fuck it. <laughs> just, just don't, you know, it's okay to be angry. Mm -hmm. Just don't or, or, or upset or sad or frustrated or insert emotion here. But just don't let it get to the point where it's stopping you from progressing. Just just keep going, uh, and that's that's just it. And, and sometimes sometimes you know it's more difficult to pull yourself back from a situation and look for, look at it, you know, from kind of a, a third person kind of view uh, when you're right in the in the thick of things. But I mean, really, with grudges and shit, I don't think I've ever really been that way. I just. I don't have time for that shit. Like, the fuck am I spending all that time being angry at somebody for? Just, if I need to cut them out of my life, just fuck, cut them out and keep going. Shit. Just, like, don't, don't make it a big, long, drawn out friggin' process. So, I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, but, you know, fuck that Sony guy. Yeah, that Sony guy fucked up big. That is terrible. Absolutely um, terrible. And fuck that, NA, and the same token, NASL sound guy. Both of them. Mm. Probably the same dude. Mm. I don't know. For me, um, I, I I do I can hold grudges. I don't usually like. Usually, I'm kind of the same boat as Adam. Where if I if I get to the point where I'm holding like some grudge against you, I'm probably just going to cut you out. Um, I mean, there's only like one person in this universe that I probably hate with an utter dying passion. But you know, it's not someone I plan to encounter ever again. But yeah, I don't like, like Donald Trump either. It's okay. Okay, I think that two people. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's just one of those things like, yeah, I'll be mad at people, but, you know, eventually that passes. Um, if it's to the point where I feel like I still mad or hold a grudge, I don't see the point in keeping that person around. It's just like you don't need that negativity. And you just kind of move on. Yeah. There's not much um, else to say for me. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm kind of in the boat where Adam is. I, 
I've been pissed off at a lot of people before, um, but I find a lot of it, a lot of the time when you're mad at somebody or you've got a grudge against somebody, a lot of the time it's by it's bias because it it's it's your per, it's the way you it's your perspective. Um, I think when you take yourself out of your own motives and you look at it from the other person's perspective, a lot of the time is you know I'm I'm equally at fault of whatever the issue is, or I played a role and and got a reaction to somebody for something. I mean, for for me to like hate somebody. I mean, you have to do something pretty, pretty severe. Um, and chances are, if somebody doesn't really like, I mean, I, I mean, we're in a space where I'm judged all the time anyway. Um, so you know, I can always right distance now. my yeah, I can always distance myself from <laughs> you know negativity in terms of like internet hate. You know, that's that's two totally different things. But I'm talking about like in my personal life, whether it's like family members or friends or um, you know, whatever. You know, it can be. It can be whatever. Um, I don't let people rent space in my head. So I have been, you know, obviously I'll take a little bit more inventory if it's something to do with my wife where, you know, if we have an argument or a, a, a disagreement there, you know, um, I know that, hey, I'm married to her. Uh, I'm committed in this. So I can go ahead and have my funk and she can have hers or whatever. But we're just going to have to get over this. Like, you know, we're going to have to, you know, figure this out. Um, and, and find a resolution. So, you know, I think, you know, maybe your spouse is a little bit different, but when you're living with somebody, little things just kind of, it's more, are you more arguing and get, uh, bickering over the small things? It's not really, you know, good things or big things. So like, you know, those are, those are two different things. But when I, when, when I read the question, it's more of like grudges, like, you know, some, you know, a dude like, uh, you know, you know, fucks your girlfriend or some shit. You know what I mean? Or like a uh, 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 guy, I don't know, spits at you, spits on you at a at a bar or something like that, or or, or those sort of things. Um, there are certain things that I wouldn't be able to forgive um, in terms of. Oh, I shouldn't say. I guess I could probably forgive just about everything, but I wouldn't forget. And I most certainly would just distance myself from from that person. So like, there's been people like that I grew up in, with in high school. Um, for example, this is a good example actually. So tomorrow for uh, the Mayweather fight, Conor McGregor Mayweather fight, I have a group of friends that are coming over to my place to watch the fights. A lot of those friends are people from high school. It's always been sort of my my uh, vision that when I owned my own house. And I'd done well for myself that I would, I would treat the boys, you know, once a month or whatever, have them all come over and it'll be a, a, a place that we can kind of reminisce and talk about the old days and, and drink and, and have a good time and, and be high schoolers again, but in, in a little bit more of a mature way instead of going down in the dome and, and running and acting like a fool downtown. But there are people that I have purposely excluded from allowing them to come into my home because of the interactions that we had had um, in high school and, and university on ways that they may have treated me, uh, uh, ways that they may have talked about me or, um, you know, those sort of things. Do I hate those people? Absolutely not. Uh, we, you know, we were young. You know, things are just different. But at the same time, 
Um, I'm just I, I'm not even going to go down that road because I don't need to. You know, you're just out of my life. You know, whether you're here or not is not going to affect my life. Um, and I most certainly, you know, you're not the person that I would want on the list. So whatever. So I don't hate those people or have grudges. I'm over it. I just don't. And I don't choose to engage uh, with those individuals. Exactly. Because if something happened again, then it would be it would be my fault. It'd be like, yeah. dude, you knew you knew better. They, you know, they have- burned you once. Yeah, and, I have like one know, of my best friends is kind of like that. One of my best friends is actually not allowed in my home. Um, he yeah. doesn't ask. He knows why because when he was here, he put a hole in my wall and broke my TV stand while we were having a party. And then he was kind of like psycho about it. So there I was you like, go. yo, he was drunk. I was like, you know what? I'm kicking you out. And that was like years ago. He hasn't been back since. But we're still good friends. We'll hang yeah. out. I've been to his place, but he never asks, dude, why don't you ever invite me over to your place? He, he knows why. Yeah. So he's just like, and no one asks. They understand. Yep. I, I there's there's only I think one I think there's a and if, for me when it comes to family, you know, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, uh whatever, I think that is one part where I think everybody kind of needs to let grudges go and and try and repair whatever shit that is going on wherever and if and if that still is not the case if it was something really catastrophic then at at one point uh, you should at least forgive and and just kind of be at a distance and say hey you know I love you but uh you know we I can't I can't let you rent space in my head like that again um you know it, it is what it is but I, I'm a firm believer that family's family and I don't think there is really anything that a family member can do I shouldn't say anything because there are some very crazy things but for for the vast majority of people you know if you have a fight with a parent or a fight with a brother or sister uh, get over it, cause they're cause it's it's your family. <laughs> you only got one, so you know if when when they're gone, you're gonna wish that uh, you had made it right when you had a chance. And if and if that's still not the case, then wow, you know I feel sorry for the situation that you're really in. And at that point, you know still forgive, but just be a distance, a safe distance away. That's the way I look at it. But when it comes to friends and coworkers, dude, I've I've had coworkers that I fucking hated. Couldn't stand being around them, treated me like shit. You know, I've I've gone to school with like racist assholes that have fucking done said done horrible shit. Do I hold a grudge? No. I I, I just don't I I just don't uh hang out with them. I just I just choose not to be around them. If if you want to keep going down that road, then you're only putting the heat on yourself. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Just give as few fucks as humanly possible. That's Try pretty to much, anyway. Yeah. You know, make an effort. Give a fuck about not giving a fuck is, is kind of the general go of it. Zarago asks, what video game character would you like to know in real life, whether to hang out with, date, have as a rival, family member, etc., etc.? I don't think we need to answer all of those, but if you have a couple, then by all means. Video game character? I don't know, man. That's a a tough one. Like, in the context of my normal, everyday, real life? Or, like, what? Just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of weird. Like, if they were were a real person, like, if you could pull them out of the game, inject them into reality... (laughs) <laughs> then, uh, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you have to, uh, uh, this is a fucking hypothetical. I mean, we're not going to sit here and play Dr. Phil and try and figure out their psyche as a video game character, but just 
like you know pulling them out and 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 as a real person you know in that in that kind of in that kind of environment uh i actually just don't know i'm i'm just going to go out and say uh fuck i'm going to say <laughs> oh man it's tough it is really tough I want to I want to have a beer with and ask some questions of that old ass motherfucker that gives Link his sword in the original <laughs> game when it's, it's dangerous alone take this like the fuck are you doing in a cave by yourself with this sword just just, just sitting around mm. the fuck are you doing here and you hand it to what a are you kid. what is this purpose and you give it to a child what are you doing I want to know give me the answers to this these questions please Jesus, oh, I don't know, I gotta think. Oh, give me a sign. I'm, gonna, I'm literally gonna look at my Steam list and be like, "These are these great games. Let's figure this out." You know, it, it's it's kind of. I'm always like the. I've always been the type of gamer that I never really. I never really cared about video game characters all that much. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been the type of game uh, player that it was more about the experience. You know, the the character. There's some cool characters for sure. But in terms of like wanting to like hang out with a character or getting to know the character, there isn't a whole lot of them that I'm like I'm attached to. Uh, the, I think probably like the most attached character that I can think of would be Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Would be like the only character that I've really, you know, cared about in any capacity i guess or 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 like characters you know like new characters from naughty dog games where you're really going into character depth and you're as a character driven story so you care about them as a as a person but to hang out and chill i mean i'd almost Most like for that, fun i'd almost i'd almost want like the 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 lead black guy from grand theft auto 5 yeah the video you know, game character like shit. two no chill yeah I don't know. I want uh, I want about fifty percent of the cast of Mass Effect. Yeah, but I don't. Again, like the problem with the Mass Effect characters <laughs> is that they're all like no chill. Like I wouldn't want. Like I'd feel it'll be like awesome to interact with them, but at the same time, like they're not really like people you'd hang out with because it's just like too crazy. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, true. Otherwise, it'd be like Garrus or something. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the black dude from Grand Theft Auto Five because that guy was G as fuck, and I think he'd be just so cool just to fucking sit down and play video work. games with, and just like you know do some gangster shit on the side just for the lols. <laughs> and he'd probably have a lot of gangster stories too, which would be fun. Oh yeah, oh I imagine. I don't even know There'd his name. I don't even know his name. He's just a cool character, so he's just real. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Is there almost is there's almost a uh, kind of a question that that when you're in the middle of playing the game it would like pop into your mind and then you'd yeah. never think about it again. Um man. Uh Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah, all I've got. That's all I got. All right, next question. What do we got? Uh, I'm just going right down here. I think we've already answered. That I got one, one here. Before. Go ahead. Let's go from toe to steel. Out of all the many games out there, there are just as many, if not more, that have been a flop on release. What failed game out there do you wish had actually been successful and why? Conversely, is there a hit game out there that you wish had failed? Mm. I'm going to go with Alan Wake. I keep coming back to Alan Wake. 
Uh, I don't think that was a well. No. That did relatively well, man. For a remedy game, did it? For a remedy it game, it was critically it did pretty acclaimed, well. yeah. and it sold well, relatively we get well. another one? Uh, they had something. Because. Remedy got bought out, and they had to do a bunch of other things. They didn't want yeah. to go back to Alan Wake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's caught yeah. up in some fuckery. All yeah. right. Well then. Okay. Well, I guess then. Uh... Hmm. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Man. Final answer. Oh, I'm so tired fuck. of hearing about fucking Mass Effect, dude. Uh, I'm a Mass Effect Mass fanboy, Effect, but they canceled. They canceled the canceled Mass Effect is turning game. into Halo, man. The, that yeah. franchise is gonna just shit the bed real soon. Oh, well, they're done with shit it for the now. Bed, but it's going. Yeah. It's just going downhill, man. They're just dragging that shit through the mud. I don't. Versus, I don't know. Is there, is there a hit game you guys wish it failed? I'm still trying to think of one that that you know. Bomb that I would like to have seen seen do better. Well, No Man's um, Sky, I guess, for you. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I don't like because I wasn't all that you know beat up about it. So, like, uh, um, uh, these are tricky questions. These are questions. And does that, that mean like, like critically about. acclaimed or just like in general? Because like uh, like we're just saying games that didn't review well or some sh- or something. I guess Watchdog would um, fit in that category. I think or just or just games that just kind of bombed and just looked so promising and then fell apart. Um, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, I'm sticking with Alan Wake. Alan we didn't uh, get a second perfect one. Dark, perfect care. Dark Zero. The launch title for Xbox 360. Uh, that that game. game probably should have been a lot fucking better than it was. Like uh, they took the N64 version everyone... and on better graphics, and that was about it. Yeah, well, they didn't even j- do that. It was, it was worse than the N64. It was just, it was just a, a was hot mess. So I'll, I'll go for that, and then a game that did really well that that we th- you know that we wanted it to shit the bed or like yeah, pretty much. Um. Oh, mm. the evil within. Even <laughs> <laughs> no, the evil, the evil within. No, we're getting that fucking sequel. It comes out on my birthday. Yeah, I know, but you're saying a game that did well that we wish flopped. Oh, the wish failed. Oh, the witness. Mm. Yeah, I heard that. The was witness. Hundred and ten. That, fucking, that, that the or the witness or Final Fantasy thirteen two and thirteen three. Those are those are good choices. I'm going to say Final Fantasy 15 because <laughs> we're, oh. we're just getting so 15 much. 15 is shit. better than 13, 2, and 13, 3. I can tell you from experience now. Holy fuck, 15 was bad. It was a hot mess, but uh, it was still it still held together better than whatever the fuck 13, 3 was. Oh that my god! Specifically, 13, 2 had a thread of hope in it. 13, 3 was. I mean, the the guy that created Lightning the, as his waifu probably has like a pillow over at home and shit that he, you know, does weird things with at night. Just wanted to have a game that he could play dress up with Lightning and then just fuck, there you go. 13-3, dress up Lightning edition. Mm. Yeah. But The Witness, The Witness just kills me. It did so well. And The Witness is like, uh, was one of those games as well that people just looked at it like you went into an art gallery and you're looking at a fucking white canvas and everybody's just just losing their mind over how in-depth and genius this fucking painting is. And you're sitting there going, guys, <laughs> it's a fucking white canvas. Come the fuck on. And that was basically The Witness. 
where people picked that shit apart to the point where they were coming up with finding meaning where there was no meaning anywhere. And on top of that, just praising it for for just being such a great puzzle game when in reality it was it was terminals. The vast majority of the game was just terminals lined up in a straight line. You just solve one after the fucking other like a Sudoku book. And then the one part of the game that had redeeming qualities that would have been really fucking awesome if you had to do some of them in order to complete the game in terms of like, you know, just finishing, you know, getting to the credits, so to speak, was the environmental shit. And they didn't. The environmental shit was just there. It's like if you wanted to do it, but it was by far the coolest part of the whole game. So I, I don't know. And then, and then other puzzle adventure games come out that are just so much fucking better because they're actually puzzle adventure games or just, you know, more than line on panel. Any, it just any, it fucking killed me. Any Skyrim after the original launch. Oh. Yeah, the game needs true. to die. Undertale. That game needs to Undertale. Die. Oh my god. The Undertale. Fucking burn that game to the ground. Yeah, it was pretty mediocre. Fuck. Great soundtrack. That's an and insult a couple of to like, mediocre games, bro. Like, great soundtrack. And, and a couple of really, like, quirky out there gameplay mechanics that were that were tossed in that got me i was like i clapped did a little golf clap for it and i was like you know what that's pretty fucking neato but my god the fandom for that game all like uh, just crazy for it like a insane asylum like type shit like like and they got angry when people didn't like it like i'm gonna get people <laughs> shitting on me for not liking this game in ways that don't happen for other games it's just it was insane the 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 level of attachment people had for that game. I I will never understand it. It's just crazy. But yeah, dope soundtrack. But that would definitely be one for sure. Undertale. Oh my god. Stop the madness. Uh, I Stop think that's pretty madness. much all the questions on there. I think that's the show. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Uh, okay. Miyagi go Miyagi uh wants to put a spin on this. Let's try this again. Okay. All right, Would okay. you rather box Conor McGregor or MMA fight Floyd Mayweather? I'd MMA f- fight Floyd Mayweather because there is a ten <laughs> percent chance I shoot Floyd Mayweather and get him to the ground, and it just by nature of his muscle memory being used to being on his feet the whole time, there is the smallest chance that just by size and getting him on the ground, I have a hope at, at beating Mayweather into the With ground. Your glass like jaw. Uh, just a tiny ass fucking percentile, like just minimal. There is no universe in which I outbox Conor McGregor, and and we have to stand and we have to stand up. I don't even get to do any of that shit. But Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> there is a hope you get that fucking five foot seven, hundred and fourteen pound son of a bitch on the ground. There is a tiny chance. Oh, I'm sorry, I was born one hundred and forty eight and a half. So I mean, motherfucker, just just tiny little guy. But he beat the fuck out of me standing up, but there's a tiny chance. Like, he he hits me, and I'm fucked, but I'm just, I weigh so much more that I accidentally fall on him, and then it's okay. And then I just, I just beat him into submission. Like, that's very much how it goes. So, yes, I would, I would MMA fight Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely I agree. MMA fight Floyd. Yeah. All right, my yes. last, my, my last thing, actually, someone in chat brought this up. Game that I wish did okay. better, Titanfall 2. Oh, that's a good one. 
I mean, I, I get it was it was it was reviewed well. It sold kind of okay, but it, it should it have just done way better than it did. By its release date, yeah, it, it should have done way better, better than it did, did for sure. A lot more people probably should have played it. Yeah, for sure. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for side B. Uh, oh, you know what I want to know? All right, predictions for tomorrow's fight. I want to know who wins and in what round and in what way from from all of us. I'm going Mayweather third round. Oh no, let's say it this way: If Mayweather wins, how will it happen? And if Connor wins, how how does it happen? And in what in what round? Mayweather third round knockout, just because they're using lighter Ooh. gloves. Mayweather's going to hit like a freight train. Um. Uh. Wow. I'm going to go Mayweather by technical knockout sixth round. Okay. Just as a side note, by the way, after after about eight ten ounce glove, uh, the punching power doesn't actually mean anything anymore. So the the fact that they reduced it to to what ten, it actually the, his punching power will be eight. Ab- absolutely eight. Yeah, it'll be it'll still be like if you do it, it's the pounds of force. We're talking like seven, <laughs> like extra. So it'll be almost identical. Uh, it'll just be a little bit more comfortable, probably for McGregor yeah. to not feel like he's got fucking well, cannons. Well, also on his hands. Also, the his defense, uh, McGregor or um, Mayweather hides behind his gloves, and the smaller gloves, there's gonna it's gonna leave less to hide behind. Yeah, it's gonna leave more openings. Yeah, but um, so if Mayweather wins, I think I think it goes, it, it gets all the way into um, probably. What, what did you say, Jeff? What round? Did I say, say six round technical. I knockout. was thinking between six and eight, somewhere in really? there. Connor's gonna run into steam. Yeah, I was and, originally gonna say eight, but I think I think Connor's gonna gas. At, I'll say seven. Then. We'll say se- I'll say seventh round, and Connor's gonna be Connor will have just barely survived round six, and then he comes out in seven and just he's strudled. He's no more endurance and just. I feel like he's gonna pieces. get gassed in like third or fourth, and that's when now if yeah, Connor does win. Mistakes. If Connor yeah, so if does Connor win, wins, it's, when, when is it? It's gonna be it's gonna be second round knockout. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I was somewhere between second and third. It's gonna be so second round third. knockout. There's so, a possibility of first round knockout. There, like it, it, my, it has to happen so, in the first couple. Well, it's first three rounds, right? My my thing is, I don't I don't know if by the third round Mayweather's already got him so figured out that it just won't happen anymore. And May and and Connor is a not gassed, but he's you know he's tired himself out quite substantially probably by then. My guess was if it happens. Second round late, like last 15 seconds of the second round. And Connor might think to himself, I'm going to, if I don't fucking do it here, then it's going to be a beast of a fight from here on out. And he just goes flurries, just fucking anything. He's going to look like a drunk fucking whatever, just giving her. And it happens if he clips him. That's, that's my guess. Late, 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 last 15 yeah. seconds I don't see, of the second round. I don't round. see this fight going 12 rounds either way. I think, no, uh, do I. I think Mayweather is going to figure him out. Uh, Connor's gonna gas, and he's gonna get picked apart until he takes a knee, or they throw in a towel, or he just, or he literally gets laid out. Um, but I mean, you never know. I mean, if Connor pulls this off, he'll be the he'll be the biggest athlete on the planet. He'll go down yep. as a god. Um, he, I mean, it'll just be it would just be absolutely mayhem. It would. I, I I'm I'm rooting for Connor. I want Connor to win, just because who doesn't like a Cinderella story? Uh, it's, it's, it's just, you know, the dude was on welfare four years ago. 
and now he's mm-hmm. had a hundred million dollar fight. I mean, it's literally from rags to riches. I would love to see Connor just shock the whole world and prove every everybody wrong, all the critics, because pretty much every single person that's in in the know in boxing is saying that he has no chance, and on paper he doesn't, but. He is the bigger fighter. He weighed in today at 154 pounds or 153 pounds. Uh, Mayweather 149 and a half. Uh, McGregor will end up tomorrow, likely being between 165 and 170 pounds. He's going to be significantly bigger. Mayweather will stay the same. It may be, he may go to 150. I mean, he's it's going to be a huge. It'd be like a 15. It'd be like a 15 uh, pound difference. What was uh, the and, weight that they had know, to make? 154. Oh, okay. So I mean, he's gonna go. He's gonna go there bigger. If 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 he wants to win, McGregor needs to go to him, and he needs to put on the pressure. He needs to use his size, and he needs to just hit him. He needs to trade. He he does, he he does have not longer reach. Oh yeah, um, he's got everything. He's got height. He's got size. He's got reach. He's got weight. He's got all of it. But he doesn't have the the the, the skills. He doesn't have the, yeah, the yeah, technical yeah. skills. If he goes out there and he tries to box Floyd he Mayweather, lose. he will lose. Flat out, nobody boxes Mayweather. But if he goes and he fights Mayweather, and he and he and he, you know, he's dirty. He's grappling a lot. He's pushing him on the ropes. He's trading. He needs to trade hits with Mayweather. Is he, the he ring needs, standard size or? Do oh they yeah, make it's a normal the normal rank. size boxing ring. I I only ask because in the in the past they have had special matches whereby they have made the ring fucking enormous uh to favor or to give you know no. something to one everything, fighter over the other everything is normal except it's for a completely the standard box yeah yeah that's the only thing that they did out of the norm okay. was was lower the 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 size of the gloves but i i would love to see it man i it's i think it, it's going to be a bang like the first the first round mcgregor's just going to go fucking ham and he has to just catch him with a crazy left and the only way to do it and what the thing is with conor mcgregor he's not afraid to get hit i mean he's He's in the octagon in four ounce gloves fighting fucking beasts like that can choke you out, can elbow you, can kick you in the face, can sure punch as hell you in the hit face. Harder than Mayweather. Well, I don't think so. I think I think Mayweather punches Mayweather way harder under that, that glove. Mayweather punches harder than McGregor. You better be damn fucking sure about it. His yeah. power, his punching power. It's all he does is punch. But the thing is, is McGregor is is his timing, his speed. Those are the things that are, that that makes him very dangerous. I mean, and, much, I mean, they both yep. they're both like, crazy. The thing is, is May Mayweather, Mayweather has knocked anybody out. Mayweather's fighting with his skill set. Like he's not handicapped here. McGregor oh, yeah. literally has like eighty percent of his skill set is not usable in this fight. Like you know, mm, McGregor has got a lot put, wider set. Yeah. You put Mayweather and McGregor on one of those punching machines, and I guarantee you, Mayweather will punch harder. Than Conor McGregor because it's all he does. He mm. he he has to perfect the punch. He has to preserve energy. He has to put proper energy in. I would say McGregor can't do those things, but you know McGregor, McGregor is, is he's knocking people out that are not boxers, and he's typically setting up those 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 that Celtic left with kicks and 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 shots the body and and fakes and faints. You can't do any of that in boxing. It is going to be him and him just standing there and trading. And Connor needs to take a take a punch to give a punch because he's not going to just break. He's not going to penetrate uh, Mayweather's defenses. He needs to. He needs to just like he did with Jose Aldo when he knocked out Aldo in 13 seconds. They traded. They punched each other at the same time, 
And uh, Connor, he was bleeding. It was one punch each. And he traded and just knocked him clean. And I think that's what uh, he needs needs to do to Mayweather in order to win. Because there's no way he's going to win a 12-round fucking boxing uh, boxing match. (laughs) That's ludicrous. And if he did, I mean, he would just be the... He'd have to be be the most naturally gifted, uh, you know, fighter ever. I mean, to to go in and do it. So, and, and Mayweather's looking fucking shredded. The guy looks a man. He, he's shredded a man can right dream. Now. A man can dream. I just can't. I I can't stand Mayweather. I, I like there there are very few athletes in the world that you know, despite their absolutely incredible caliber of skill and top of the game, there are very few athletes in the world. That uh that have that, but yet are such fucking cunts that I will ignore their skill and just outright fucking hate them and have like almost no respect for anything they've done because they're such an asshole. Mayweather is a hundred and fifty five thousand fucking percent that athlete. This dude, as an actual human, nothing that has ever come out of his mouth has been anything short of wanting to just fucking run him over with the, <laughs> the fucking car. Like, the dude is just such an ass in everything. And not even in, like, a playful, I'm going to be an ass, then we're going to go in the ring, and I'm going to win. You feel and he's then legitimately I'm be not gracious, a good and then, and then I'm going to be gracious at the end of it. No, he's just a fucking cunt. He's a child in a man's body. And it's just, it kills me every time I hear him open his mouth and he stumbles through whatever fucking version of English he's attempting to fucking use. Uh, but it doesn't matter because he makes 50 bajillion dollars a year. And then he goes and takes pictures for Instagram with his fuck boys where they're all doing middle fingers and I feel like I'm in high school again. It's crazy. So McGregor is by far less skilled in general in boxing than this guy is. And McGregor is a great shit talker. But the difference between the two is at the end of it all, 90% plus of the time, McGregor is the gracious fucking winner. He's not, he doesn't just, unless you return the the favor and and wants to hold that grudge. Like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy. You don't. You you don't have to be an asshole just because you're so much better than everyone else. It's it's like a fucking it's like Jones, the same thing. Jones is fucking similar. He's just a cunt who's just throwing everything away uh, all the time. It's like the the dude needs to be in a straitjacket when he's not in the fucking ring. It's crazy, uh, and it's the same you know situation. And then you'll have other people again that are that are also top of the game, and then at the end of it. They're gracious about it. I mean, like, you didn't say Bass Rutan fucking was one of the most badass motherfuckers ever walked the face of the earth. He he wasn't that way. Fucking uh, Mirko Krokop wasn't that way. They put him through, like, fucking 46 fights in well, one night one thing, day. The thing is, still- with, May- with Mayweather, I, I don't think he, he boats to to the people that he, he beat. He's not he's not like one of those guys. And he, he always is pretty gracious like, and gives the, the fighters respect. He's just more of he's just more of a it's his persona. It's money Mayweather. It's the things that he sees him with strippers throwing around money. He's got four million dollar cars and fucking, you know, all this other stuff. And uh, he's all about the show. He's show, show, show. Look at me. Look what I got. Always talking about money. Always talking about things that he owns and, and shit like that. That's just his persona. That's what that's just him. Well, I 100%. mean, well, it, I, I think he became that. Um, because before he was pretty Boyd Floyd and he wasn't very showy and stuff. And then he became money Mayweather. And that was when people hated on him and loved him and lo- And, and that's part of his, his shtick where people will tune in to watch him lose and hope 
that it'll be the time that he loses. And what he does, he goes out there and he makes every boxer that he's ever fought look easy. It just does. And he's just a he's just a legend. I think if there's anybody that deserves to be cocky and arrogant and backs their shit up, it's that. I mean, Conor McGregor's the same way. He talks mad shit, says, I'm going to fucking knock you out in two rounds. Goes and knocks him out in two rounds. Um, you know, it's it's all the same. It, but again, it, it's, it's at just, the other. No, it's not all the same. It is. The other, it's what happens on the other side. It's Mayweather continues to you know, to, to pump it up at the end. Yeah, but he does. No, but he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk. Just, Mayweather doesn't talk shit to his opponents. He just he he's a, he's a flashy guy. He's like, yeah, you know, I told you I'd fucking win. You know, and ain't nobody stopping money Mayweather. That's just how we do. You know, forty nine and zero. Let's go fifty and zero. Conor McGregor talks shit, dude, and he talks shit before and he talks shit after. I mean, people think that he's super gracious because uh, when he lost, he he took a loss like a man. I mean, we haven't seen uh, Mayweather lose, so we don't know what he's like when he loses. Uh, Conor McGregor lost like a man, but you kind of have to when you talk so much fucking shit, and then you go in there and you get choked out by Nate Diaz. You ought to you ought to take a <laughs> take a big fucking bite of the humble pie and turn around. Now he did turn around and fuck him up, and it was I told you so. I told you, motherfuckers, I'd do it. Um, and, and he's, he's always been like that. In fact, Conor McGregor takes a lot of what Mayweather does and you can tell he, he almost idolizes Mayweather in a way from the way he dresses, the way he talks, the way he presents himself on social media, the way that he builds up fights. It's, it's a lot on the, the Mayweather book on how he did things. It's just now he's got the whole Irish behind him and it's this whole spectacle, um, they're both cocky, man. All fighters are super cocky. All fighters think they're invincible, and that's the belief that you have to have when you go in there and you're about to go to war with somebody. You have to truly believe, and some fighters have to pump themselves up. They have to talk mad shit, and they have to b- almost convince themselves that they're going to do it uh, because if they don't, you know, you go in there, you can talk all you want, but at the end of the day, you got to throw fists. So that's just part of the game. It's part of the psyche, no doubt. Mayweather is a piece of shit. I mean, he's he's beat he's beat his women. Uh, he's done a lot of crazy shit. But at the end of the day, um, I'm there to witness greatness, and there is no denying that Mayweather is arguably the best boxer to ever live in the sense of the word boxing, as to not get hit, um, take the least amount of damage, get the most amount of prize money, and be undefeated. There's no there's no doubting that. And I don't care who you are. It'd be really tough to be super humble when you are the most gifted boxer, arguably, to ever live. And it's also part of your persona. You're just not going to give that up. You almost you got you almost got to become it. You got to believe it. So, um, I don't I don't know. I just I just no I I just I can't. I'm not the type of guy that could put myself in those shoes. I guess I just can't. That's can't why imagine. you're not the greatest boxer in the world definitely it's it's not a whole host of other reasons that's definitely the reason by itself it's it's not my it's not my it's not my like mild lack of athleticism my fucked up body or anything like that it is 110 percent that i am not being a cunt beating my women (laughs) flashing money around talking about fucking sending my little fuck boys off to open up school bags for me and shit only having like a five word vocabulary that's 110 percent the reason why i'm not the top boxer in the world for sure well i mean it's it's a it's a combination (laughs) of all those things it's not something that just happened overnight it's not like he just you know started acting like that it's it's he's owned it man you gotta own it you gotta own the persona I own my persona. He owns his persona. Um, 
which is typically a more exaggerated version of yourself. And that's what that's what he runs with. That's what he works. And he there's a reason why he's as rich as he is and as talented as he is because he believes it. He owns it. He lives it. And if people don't like him, well, fuck you. I made $300 million today. What you do, bitch? <laughs> and that's that's the way it is. If you got a problem, we can throw hands. Guess what? You won't beat me at that either. Can't hate unless on him, man. They're, unless, you don't they're, need to unless, like him. unless unless they're an MMA fighter, in which case he's fucked. <laughs> well, yes. That's why I said throw hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. He's just, like he gets in a street fight with literally anyone that's that's MMA, and he's just basically fucked. But yeah, no, I, I agree. No, I get you. Again, obviously, super talented dude, Un, undeniably a talented individual. Yeah, he's and just a, a fucking cunt. Oh, he's a douche. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's an cunt. absolute cunt for sure. And so I can't. But he's I smart, can't, man. So he's a, he's I a can't. smart guy. He's a smart businessman. He knows the game. Uh, he he knows what he's doing, dude. He's a very smart individual. He can't read, and he's pretty fucking dumb that way. I but, th- I think the people around him no, are, no, are are the guy helping is, him an awful the, lot. No, the guy is running the show. He is extremely intelligent when it comes to business. He knows it. He knows it inside and out. He, he just does. He, he understands the game. He understands promotion. He understands social media. He understands the game. He, he just knows it all. Um, I wish course, he understood he, it a bit better for these fucking press conferences because he looked like a complete wet paper bag in every fucking one of he knows, them. He knows, so he, he might understand like, he knows, all that shit. He knows the business side of things. He's not really like a social slash book smart type person, but he knows he knows his shit. It's like that was my god, holy hot damn. That was a painful fucking situation to watch. It was like watching it'd be like me and you doing a press conference. It'd be you'd be you'd be Connor and I'd be fucking Floyd. I wouldn't know what the hell I'm doing up there. I'd be the guy walking the front of the stage like, Yeah 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 Floyd what yeah all he fucking did the whole time. So painful. Well but, tomorrow oh we are going to find witness the greatest biggest one way of all time. Yeah. It's going down tomorrow on pay-per-view. And I'm buying it, of course. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I will spend oh, yeah. $100. I don't give Next a shit. Next week we'll talk about how it all went down. Mm. There's but some good there's then, some good fights on there too. There's some good undercard fights. It's oh, yeah. it's going to be a good it's going to be a good night of fights. Well, thank God cuz we're going to end up remortgaging the fucking homes just to be able to watch the damn thing. These guys have got this shit racked up. I haven't even looked at the price. What was the price? It's 100 bucks. Oh, wow. Fuck. Yeah. American or Canadian? I would say it's American. Oh, God. So it's like $120 for us. Oh, then. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And we, and we go and pay for it, too. And we're going to pay for it, too. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to uh, read off our Patreon producers, which I don't believe has changed, despite the fact that our Patreon just took a dive off the deep end. Regardless, we will respect these gentlemen all the same for this week. We've got Jetrix at that $500 spot, B-Stall at 250 and then a whole host of gods at the $100 uh, slots at Joe McDong, Sir Holmes, Postal Panda, Jamaican Jazz, Adam B, Toad of Steel, Naley, Derek P, Frycy, and Ice Wolfie. Thank you all so much. You are carrying us like the legends you are. We'll be back uh, next week uh, with a, another podcast. Same bat time, same bat channel. And until then, thank you so much for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. Have a good one. Peace. Bye.